Two movies enter, one movie wait, leaves as we watch two Lucky Sevens. One from 1986 featuring a whole bunch of kids getting destroyed. The second one, a made-for-TV romantic comedy that nearly killed Robert. Oh, on today's There Can Be Only One Podcast. Welcome to the There Can Be Only One podcast where we watch two movies with the same title that have nothing to do with each other, determine if one of them needs to change their title or if both need to change their title, and we come up with some alternate titles for them. My name is Robert Rowe and joining me today is... Herman Omega Prime Davis. Oh boy. This was one that was first viewed as a trailer over in Austin. Austin, if you've never been to any of the Alamo Draft Houses over there, will put in specialty programming for whatever you're going to watch ahead of time. And for the various film festivals that I attend and watch ungodly amounts of movies for, they don't have anything specific for whatever they're showing, so they just grab whatever they've got, store it in the vaults that they thought was interesting, and they'll stick 30 minutes of it in front of every movie. And if you've been to the festivals, it, it you, you're sitting for like at least 20 or 30 minutes at those Alamo Draft Houses because you want to get a good seat. Yes. They don't guarantee seats of those no. things. And the moment you're allowed to get in, you want in and you want some good seats. Because, man, oh, man, you do not want to be in the front. And you really – oh, the, the edges aren't bad, but it's not necessary. One of the things I found out, uh, if it's not the Alamo Draft Houses, you want to sit in a clear lane so you can get up and get the hell out. Ugh, let me belch. And then no go problem. to your next and go to your next engagement. But with the Alamo, you just slide underneath, you know, like it's a – a thing you're escaping in an Indiana Jones movie yeah. or something, you know, like you're you, you, you're doing a double dare challenge. You're doing parkour, 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 as the ancient aliens taught us. A parkour yeah. is how it goes. And what's funny, maybe not funny, irritating, I think is a better word, is that people will still expect to walk around you instead of climbing underneath the uh, the tables. For their seat. So if they see an open seat, they'll go, oh, excuse me, and expect you to get up. And they're like, come on, just climb underneath. Yeah, I told that 81-year-old woman, like, lady, if you don't climb your ass down there and go around, that's exactly what I say. Yeah, you tell my mom that. <laughs> she say what's up. That's what you do. Yeah. She's got to go about it. But in front of one of these was a trailer for a movie called Lucky 7. Uh, this was actually at the Ritz location. They, they were showing this. And the thing that made this film more iconic than any of the other ones, it, it looked very standard, except for the fact that it was 10-year-olds as the main cast and that they were being thrown around willy-nilly by any adults. It wasn't like kids fighting kids, like you mm -hmm. would see in a Bugsy Malone sort of situation. Throwing pies at each other or, and stuff. Or like a, uh, I guess... Even a pre-pre-Logan's run, you know, like for the kids that that, that pre-pre-Logan's run? Yeah, you know, like in Logan's run, it was like in their, they were all in their 20s sort of thing. Not, uh -huh. the, not the one that they had now. The, these, were, these were a group of kids that were buddies with each other for whatever arbitrary reason that they had. They really don't say in the movie. They just kind of meet up at an airport. I think they meet up Rocky. Is what yeah, he's the, he's the so-called defecto leader because he got the money, I guess. You know, uh, but so did the girl, didn't she? She was the one that was she, being driven around. Yeah, she had a personal protector, body right? Were they like brother and sister? We just didn't catch that or something. Anyway, anyway, before we get too far into this movie and trying to catch the nuances of this uh, tour de force that you can watch on YouTube 
at your convenience. In fact, both of these movies are available on YouTube. It one is not exclusive to the other. Let us play a trailer for it, as well as the song that is their theme song, which is very close to Madonna's Like a Virgin. Here we go. We're back, everybody. Oh, was that a beautiful trailer? Yes. Rolled that beautiful bean footage. It had a catchy hook to it. Yeah, it did. <laughs> and a young Madonna heard that and said, me too. And then like, oh, yeah, I wrote that two years ago. That's that's pretty much how it went down. So there are they are named, each one of these kids. In, in IMDb, it's different from what they are in YouTube because no one is actually called Bill Shit in this movie. Bill Shit? Yeah, that is one of the options that is given here. In fact, really, only three people get named that stand out in this movie. Uh, in fact, oh, actually, they don't, they don't have the girl's name on the list here uh, because they called her something else. She, her name was like Judy, I think. Was it one of her name Judy that they called her? I don't know, man. Well, anyway, here, here's a go. Here's what it goes. This is the description of it. Seven child martial arts experts. Small Pepper, Bill Shit, Rocky, Harry, Two Feet. What a clever name, Two Feet. Mutthead and Fatty. Try to return a stolen diamond to its rightful owner. The two, the three that stand out besides Judy, who who seems to be the main attraction over Rocky, uh, were Fatty and Dummy. But they kept calling a couple people Dummy. In fact, the Abbott and Costello bad guys that were associated yeah. in this thing called each other Fatty and Dummy, didn't well, they? Well, Dummy, yeah, Dummy was the little brother of one of the the bodyguards for the bad guy. Right, right. The yeah. two, the two that were standing alone and would do who's on first things, but a lot less clever that they were doing. So you have these kids that meet each other in an airport because that's what you do. And uh, they're like, hey, we're seven lucky kids and we get to go all over the world. And they're traveling in a cool Rolls Royce, painting the town red uh, or doing whatever. You know, montage, singing along sort of things. They go to a fancy hotel to eat. Yeah. (laughs) They all eat two steaks. That's what they order. Mm -hmm. And that that meal gets interrupted by a diamond exchange that's happening on the, the table over them, very much in, uh, reminiscent of an Indiana Jones and Temple of Doom situation. They even had a spinning table in the middle, just like that, where they were, he's like, hey, give me the potion, Lao Shay. That's basically what was going on at the other table, but these kids couldn't care less. They were eating steak for the first time, except Fatty was showing them how to eat it. it was, he, he basically turned it into a double down or something. Like, he was adding it. He, it looked like first adding the bread, but I think the bread was in the middle, and he showed mm-hmm. the two <laughs> two pieces of meat around it, and he was trying to eat it that way. He was way. trying to eat it like a sandwich and stuff. And- right, right. But, you know, like, I, hey, I'm fat. They don't, they don't stop. Like, this kid, just like in any other foreign movie where there's a fat person in it, that kid does not stop eating. Mm-hmm. Even though he is maybe 20 pounds heavier. And, and to be fair, if you're 11 and you're 20 pounds heavier than everybody else, you look pretty heavy. If I'm 20 pounds heavier right now, I wouldn't look that much different. I'd still be fat. That that maybe is a bad example, but you look at six six footers. This, if you look at six footers, they normally uh, like if they gain twenty pounds, it's not as noticeable as this kid who is just chugging food I'm left about and to right. Say, I know I'm way more than twenty pounds heavier than you. I don't. Right, but I didn't. I was I was saying me and a twenty pounder more me as opposed to me and you 
because the the amount of weight might be a little bit more than twenty pounds. Yeah, just a tad bit more. I mean, I know I, you are taller, by the way. So yeah, I mean, I know and I, you wear that Deadpool jacket, which is thirty five pounds. So yeah, I know. I mean, I know I'm not. Um, I don't look fat. I mean, I know. <laughs> my, I know my weight, though. You know, that's on his tender profile, ladies. Yeah. I don't look fat, but I am. <laughs> but boy, am I. <laughs> That's all that matters. Mm-hmm. Uh, so these kids, they're they're just having the greatest time. And if you're having a time in uh, in Hong Kong, they suggest going to various places in the mall. Woo woo! They go to an exercise Let's room. Go to the mall. They go to an exercise room and they start exercising to Survivor's uh, song from Rocky Four. This film is filled with nothing but eighty songs. That they must have just snuck in without anybody noticing. Like I don't think Survivor knows that they did, that they use their song, or I don't think Stevie Wonder was aware that they were using "I I Just Called to Say I Love You" or "Wham New." I'm your man was being played. They do this all over again. They also have at one point they had the Twilight Zone theme played. The one, one, the one of the fight scenes that was playing Nightmare on Elm Street theme. Oh no, it wasn't Nightmare on Elm Street. It was Halloween. Yeah, they were doing all sorts of songs. Whatever they could fit in that they felt they can get away with. That's basically what they were using. They did not care. Nope. So as they're doing this, eventually uh, they run into uh, the, the girl. We'll call her Judy. I think she's not like two feet. That's like the worst nickname that you can give somebody. Everybody else has two feet. Come up with something better. Is it because she's short? He's he's like the two-footer? Is that why they did it? Whatever. Anyway, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm overthinking this name. Yeah. Um, uh, they eventually get a hold of a diamond that was meant for this lady. As he puts it, like uh, as he gives uh, the diamond to the, this, this child, he says, look for the lady with a flower pinned to her blouse and a mole on her leg. Those are the only instructions given to him. No name, no, <laughs> no uh, anything else on this huge-ass diamond that looks like the same one that they had in Snatch. You know, like the one that, that dog swallowed, basically, is, is the kind of diamond they got. Uh, they're, they're not really in a hurry to find this person, though, because you've got other areas of the mall that they have yet to go to. Like, they gotta go ice skating! And during the ice skating, uh, there is actually a breakdancing off between the, one of the 10-year-olds and an older guy, where the guy accidentally hurts himself, so, like, she wins. So that that's basically what this movie turned into was like kids rule, adults drool. Yeah. And so if you want to uh, make that as the title, that's perfectly fine. Except for the fact that these kids get the fuck beat out of them on a regular basis. Yeah. Now you could tell from the choreography and the fighting scenes, these kids was not hired for the acting. They was hired because they got some background and some fighting skills. It didn't matter because but, it was it was dubbed anyway, and the ones that they picked that were dubbed weren't that good anyway. So but, it wasn't. Well, boy, the the child labor law over there must be bad. Like I, I heard about, I heard stories about these sweatshops. I heard stories about that in China. I don't, I never believed it until I watched this movie. Because uh-huh. these kids got the living shit beaded out of them. I'm like, Shh. well, it's not like you couldn't find any doubles that would go through the same trouble that they had. It's it's a similar situation to whoever you're using, unless you find. Even if you find someone with like an adult with that same stature, it definitely looked like they just kept using those kids for whatever fight scene they were using. So you have one group of people that want the diamond, and then you have the one person that's still left alive that is supposed to have the diamond, and then you have these kids. Mm-hmm. So those are your three main parties that you're dealing with. 
and the kids are able to take care of the main, uh, like the the first bad guys, pretty easy. The, the, these are all like the black suited, black tie, white shirt kind of uh, with a with a fedora uh, bad guys. They they actually have a point when they're ice skating that they all grab hockey sticks and are trying to go after each other, sort of thing. Like they they they're fighting, but it's it's a cutesy sort of fighting mm-hmm. thing. It's nothing nothing too big. Eventually, they kidnap Rocky, their leader. They can't do that. Uh, uh, they did find the woman though with the mole and the the uh, the rose. After uh, is it just a carnation? Whatever, it's a flower. It's a flower. There were several people that uh, that they thought might have been it ahead of time, including another ten year old at they, a McDonald's. Who would think there'd be a lot of Asians with a mole and a flower walking around? Uh, yeah, the there was a ton of them. In fact, yeah. one one dude that was like, "Hey, this is how I'll fool them." They had a dude dress up as like the lady, and 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 in unison, the girls, uh, the the children were saying that that is the ugliest girl they've ever seen, sort of thing. That it, they, there's a lot of unison talk, I guess. Uh, there was a SAG rule that made sure that each one of those kids think, talked at certain points. I think it was going for a little rascal vibe there. This is any sort of kids movie vibe. There's no uh, okay. one in particular. Choose your kids movie. I went. With, you heard me. I already already covered mine. So it's not Little Rascals. It's Bugsy Malone. That's what I was going with. Okay. Okay. So I see so uh, go pick yours. Sandlot. All right. Okay. Yeah, it's just like the Sandlot. Yes. In fact, at the end. They never replaced anybody that was in the group. It was like, no, we can't have another two feet. Mm-hmm. Somebody's got to cut off their foot if they want to join this gang. That's basically what they said. Yes. And they didn't. They stayed neutral. So uh, eventually they get to the point where they try to rescue their, their leader, Rocky. And then comes in the real bad guys. And this is when they hired like they hired mercenaries yeah they hired like uh people that just weren't guys dressed up in suits they hired actual martial artists to come in there and beat the crap out of these kids and that's exactly what happens they throw them through uh glass windows i don't care if it's fake you're still throwing <laughs> a kid is what you're doing and that was the fun and even the, believe it or not y'all that what made us watch the movie because we seen that in the um, trailer that they saw it was like Okay, we're going to watch this movie. No, no. Yeah. It made us look for another movie named Lucky <laughs> 7. It, it's not to say that we wouldn't see this film anyway, because films with a unique trailer like this are definitely worth checking out. Like like that one that I showed you about the about Bobby, who was like, what, 10 feet tall? And he's like, yeah. I'd like to meet a friend of mine, Bobby. And he's like, well, I'd like you to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Some seven-year-old just out of the, yeah, yeah, like that. That's just something that that uh, that's shown at the Alamo that piques your interest, and you're like, I gotta find this movie. And that's the real movie, huh? That's not like a commercial or something. No, yeah, we, we, it had a title. Uh, I forgot the name of the title. It, it, well, I got it on here. I Bobby go it. bad. Bobby go. No, it was like it was about a growth formula, like that. It was meant for like uh, for fruits or vegetables, uh-huh. and they gave it to this kid, and the kid like grew like he may have not, might like he may have just eaten like one of the pieces of food and that's what caused it but but yeah it's from a movie uh yeah, so i'd like you to get the fuck out the, that was just that was just funny well we're, we're Damn looking, straight it was funny <laughs> well robert looking that up um lucky seven was um it's called food of the gods too it's what it's called Food of the gods too yes i remember looking it up because for some reason it, it, there is a uh, a foreign trailer for this movie where the thumbnail is this woman's boob, 
And I, I, I and somehow it passed to like whatever YouTube law that that you could see this. That's why uh, I I went to it. I was like, oh yeah, there's the one. Right, well, it, there wasn't even a naked woman in that shop. They they included it in in the screenshots. So I was like, ooh, let me take a look well, at it. Well, so. let's get back to the fighting scene. Like most most <laughs> uh, most of the fighting in most movies with kids, you think that they'll be kicking ass doing some elaborate type stuff, and they was putting on some good moves. But when the two martial artists actually came, I mean, it was just mind blowing. Like. They was getting their ass kicked left and right, and it was just it was just crazy. It was just like they was they would do one dude broke out a um a staff, a bowl. Yeah, and started like hitting the kids with it, and the yeah. kids just like flying back. Like how dare they? Like this film is is dangerous to the kids, but it's got a very aw shucks carefree thing to the point where it wouldn't be bad to show like. A young kid, as long as the kid doesn't start going ha cha cha afterwards, which is something my nephew does all the time when he sees like Ninja Turtles. Yeah, he does that shit all the time where he's like, "I'm gonna take the salami and turn it into nunchucks." Wah, 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 wah. And not just the kids though. The woman with the mole, who's a who's a good guy in this um, movie, <laughs> she got her ass kicked too. Yeah, she did. And they was not playing around with her. Oh, there's no playing around they, when it she, comes to fighting. They threw her out a glass window, down a shaft. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> They did everything to her. If we looked at the rating on this, it would be, if it was in Hong Kong, rated G for adorableness <laughs> is what it would be. And and your mouse would be agape at this thing. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's, one, it's those things that, that make it hard for certain movies to translate over into American audiences because it's tough for us to grasp what's ex- considered acceptable and not acceptable in our culture. A robot is a good example. When we watch that one mm-hmm. from India. Yeah. Where it had the woman that was so ashamed of being naked after being saved from uh, from a, the, her fire, like the big fire that was happening, yeah. that she ran out into traffic and got killed. Mm. Like that's not something that anybody would care about. <clears throat> no, no. Even even, her, even Herman, the deceptively uh, uh, fat Herman, who if you looked <laughs> at him, he's not, of course, yeah. but he's like, of course I am. Yeah. Uh, if he if he got saved by a robot thrown out in front of and everybody started taking pictures of him, he'd, he'd be like, damn straight. Well, you got to remember, I'm got an ego and shit. I mean, I call myself Omega Prime. Uh-huh. I probably pose for them. Yeah, of course you he know? would. Like, yeah, he would go, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then run out. <laughs> I take a picture. It lasts longer. Oh, you are taking pictures. Okay. <laughs> right. Yeah. Herman, no. Come, 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 come. Yeah, and then the movie tried. What you thought about the comedy in the movie? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. Like, the comedy is it's setting up is not important. It's 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 so bad it's laughable on the bad scale because a lot of it is um, you could tell that the jokes were trying to be translated into English so they just came up with their own stuff. Well, dummy, he he had me laughing when, when it was like I'm go he's the boss I'm gonna go find him on the dummy just walk up and look straight at the camera. We gonna go find it on his own. I was like, oh lord. I see. They, they they really hitting off the park with this dude. Yes, he he was there. Uh, which way did he go, George? Which way did he go? Sort of thing. Yes, in a Looney Tunes like uh, because because that is the holy grail when it comes to comedy. In well, many other cultures, is if you've seen a Bugs Bunny cartoon, you uh, you imitate that mm-hmm. and try to get it as close as possible. And even though his brother was the was the bodyguard for the dude, his brother took care of him. That's why Dummy was a bodyguard because he fought his brother. I, I don't, don't need explanations on why okay. he was a bodyguard. He was there. No, but they killed his brother, and he it was so sad. It was like, brother, get up, brother. Brother, get up. Why are you sleeping? I was like, are they really going to leave this in the movie? Yes. 
<laughs> you better believe it. Oh, man. That was so funny and bad at the same time. And, and at the whole time, uh, the the fat kid was like uh, eating. He was like, "Hey, don't eat, kid." And he's like, "I can't. I'm hungry. My stomach hurts." They do that several times, where he's like, "My stomach hurts because it's hungry." That's and like the look of the camera, and everybody else is like, "Bah!" Or when a, when when the girl is like, "I don't care where we," and they're like, "Ah, girls are stupid." Like that, <laughs> do that quite a bit. Like this is some some hate built into like the script written in there you know like it's a man we're definitely gonna they're gonna belittle people for their indifferences to everybody else yeah that's basically how it went. but that movie made one trillion dollars in china <laughs> I, it, it doesn't say there's no I know, there, there's fine. no there there's no uh uh trivia section on this or for our next movie that we're going to be uh reviewing but do you have an alternate title uh uh for these kids Yes, Seven Rotten Kids. No. <laughs> no, I got one for you. Go ahead. <laughs> Don't give a lucky seven. <laughs> Don't give a lucky seven. Don't give a luck, E7. I don't want to, instead of saying fuck, don't give a fuck about this uh, lucky second, seven. Uh, okay. Either that or dumb foo. That was the other thing. Yeah, that's a good Our one. Or kung fu, uh, foolish? Kung foolery. Kung foolery? Kung foolery. I like that one. Kung foolery? Yeah. I was just trying to incorporate like them kids like they they just don't care about them at all. So I was like, don't give a lucky seven. That that's why I was like uh, going for that title. But but yeah, kung foolery is is actually a good one. So why don't we play this other trailer for this <laughs> film that I cannot take? Here we go. It's heaven. What do I do without you? Come snuggle with me. I think you should have your first boyfriend when you're six. Should I marry him? No, no, man. Then how about number seven? Hey, Jack? I have some stuff for your uh, co-workers. Uh, Peter, I'm starting to feel a little indebted. Yeah? Well, you know, there is something... Actually, I'm going to ask you. It's a wedding. I'll think about it. I'm late for work. We are back, everybody. I'm not talking anymore. This film's stupid. Oh, come on, Rob. It wasn't no. that bad. It wasn't that bad. It was awful. I mean, you had so, you had a good plot going well with um the man at the bagel store, got eyes for the hotshot lawyer. But she, guess what? She's a lawyer, and she has a plan. And she tries to stick to her plan. But no, the guy from the bagel shop, he's trying to mess up her plan. But no, she meet Mr. Wright. Oh, but he's not the right guy. No, he's not the right number. So what she does, she goes out with a bagel guy to make him number six. All right, all right. Before you go too and far into this dumb, dumb, dummy, okay. dummy of a film. Okay. It's got it's got a, a 6.8 on IMDb, which is immensely higher than our first one that we watched. So we really? so we, we, watch, we watched them in the correct order. <laughs> okay. Uh, it stars Kimberly Williams Paisley, which you may know. Uh, from uh, the Father of the Bride series, and it also the- it also has Patrick Dempsey in it, who who you would know as M- uh, McDreamy uh, from the Grey's Anatomy series, and uh, the, this is a made-for-TV film where uh, it's actually rated PG thirteen on here. Did you get the impression that it had anything that the- like you wouldn't like expect anybody else to like it, of the films that I said would be rated PG thirteen? Would you think this is the film? That's rated PG thirteen. <laughs> no, I mean, it, I, I, I mean, it's got much violence in Avengers, you uh, know. 
Yeah. No, I'm talking about the films that we watched. I'm oh, not concerned no. about like I, the two that we watched. I, I, I guess it's PG-13 just because of the sexual nature of it sometimes. But, all right, all right, right. But, that, but more importantly, but it wasn't that much in there. It the, mean nothing. This is a Hallmark esque kind of film. The 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 soundtrack to it, the uh, the the setting. The situation that's presented, the lowest of stakes possible is thrown into this film. In fact, any any crying or any boo-hooing is done over with in the first five minutes of this film. So, right away, they kill this girl's mom. Yeah! Like, <laughs> like right away. Like, let, let's just get rid of this character altogether. But before she dies, she puts in this prophecy that turns out to be like a cutesy plan, but in any other movie would be represented by like a monkey skull or something like that. You will date seven men, and after the seventh man, you will marry him sort of thing. Like That's when a bony gypsy finger points it at the woman and says, like, you have to go through seven men. So that's basically what she does is because uh, she knows that her daughter is going to be raised by the dad and wants to like put her little thumb into it, and her thumb is basically... Uh, timelining her entire life, mm-hmm. and that, and and we're up to the point where she's about to get married. So she's already gone through school, she's already gone through law school, right? She's a yeah, lawyer, right? She's a lawyer. Yeah. She's a lawyer. Yeah, she's she's a she's one of them fancy lawyer types. Uh, she's done everything on the list, and she just broke up with number five. And what's funny is after each one of these breakups, she puts it in this huge chest. That she's going to save somewhere. Like, it has all the material that she's had from this uh, three-year relationship mm-hmm. with this guy. And it's saved somewhere as, like, a keepsake in her heart. But it's really just in the back of a, a gra- uh, of her closet somewhere. So, it's a, not a symbolic gesture. It is the gesture. Instead of burning it, she just kind of keeps it in the back somewhere. That's basically what she's got right now. So, she knows she's got six and seven to worry about. So, she's, like, not too worried at this point. I'll get number six, mm-hmm. and then I'll move on to number seven. Uh, during that time, we, we find out that she is a fiend for bagels. <laughs> yeah, she really loves them. She, she is, uh, this is well before the gluten outbreak of 2006, where everybody was against it uh, and felt like you were, you were ostracizing people. So this guy's, <laughs> I got to, by, by the ending of this, and we're spoiling nothing on this, the ending, they're fucked, aren't they? They are because they're they're they are serving bagels, which has gone out of style easily. Yeah, they're yeah. fucked. They are so. Well, I mean, it's, yeah, they're, it's they're, New York, so maybe they're not. I don't know. They still like they were bagels. living in New York. Yeah, it was that was her place in New York. Jesus, I hate Wasn't this movie more. I hate this movie I mean, more and more and more. Yeah, the more we talk about it, I hate it even more. So she's moving on to number six, but she doesn't realize that she's already about to date number six when this dude comes in uh magically like uh rebounding off of like her missed date sort of thing and saying hey i'm a hot dude you want to like date me like he's appearing everywhere like in a stalker like situation yeah. because because there's moments where it seems very light light-hearted but he runs to her in the bagel shop he runs into her at the tennis place and he runs into her uh in, at some other location too to a point where you're like Okay, we get it. You really like her, mm-hmm. and it's if it, if you didn't look like the way you did, it would be bad. But because you're hot, Hottie McHotterson, then it's not. But, but this isn't McDreamy, mind you. This is the other guy, yeah, who doesn't really have much of a resume <laughs> when you go on IMDb. <laughs> Care to guess how? What would you say? Like, uh, would this movie appear on this guy's? 
top four. Top four choices. Yeah, because this I, is Brad Rowe. This, this is the the third third wheel in this whole thing. Yeah, because I can't think of nothing else he's in. All right, here we go. His top movie is Shelter. Then okay. National Treasure, Book of Secrets. Okay. Then Purgatory, and then okay. Christina's House. Ooh, he has sixty-seven acting credits, mind you. And He's then. in a TV show. He was in a TV show called Perception. He is. Uh, uh, not really been in much uh, since then. He was in General Hospital for a while, so that explains it. That makes sense. Yeah, he's that kind of guy. He's a he's a good looking guy with blonde hair, sort of thing, you know. Mm-hmm. And he's got the hots for our lady. Her uh, her name is Amy, by the way. Amy. Uh, yeah, her name is Amy. Amazing Amy. Yeah, uh, and she uh, she's talking to her her local bagel guy because that's what you do if you go to a shop forever. And you're you you look like the way Amy does, and Patrick Dempsey looks like the way he does. You you develop a relationship, a rapport over time, to the point where Patrick Dempsey says, "Hey, I'm going away for a wedding. I need a plus one because my other one did not pan out. Would you like to go?" And she's like, "No way." And then eventually, she's she realizes that this other guy, the one that's been stalking her, this blonde dude, he's the one. Yes, but. If the timeline is correct, if the prophecy is spoken and said that she has to date seven, then she is off by one man. Mm-hmm. The only person that can fix this is Patrick Dempsey. Dun, and clearly dun, dun. nothing's going to go wrong when this happens. No, of course not. This is, this is what this film sets up, and that's not what irritates me, because that's how you're supposed to set it up. What irritates me is what everybody considers fun in this movie. Everything that is considered fun is something I would jam huge picks into my eyes in order to avoid. Wait a minute. You don't like croquette? Yeah. I do not enjoy croquette. Okay. What or about croquet. Croquet there, too. What about uh, rafting, uh, paddling, uh, whatever that what they was doing? They were just lounging around <laughs> on a normal day drinking wine. And, and, and Amy was there as a third wheel. And this dude was with him because he's the boyfriend looking for her to date somebody that can play golf just so he can get out of this. Did you get the desperation in his voice where he's like, hey, does he play golf? And she's like, well, you don't play golf. I need to get out of here. You got me trapped eating cheese and drinking wine with your friends, and you call this fun. This is not fun. I don't enjoy it. And she's yeah, like, you yeah, you do. There. You got a point there. That's, that's how I felt watching this. Like the entire time, everybody's wearing pastels and enjoying their company after eating chocolate-covered strawberries. And ugh. <coughs> ugh. It's the worst. What you got against strawberries? I don't have anything against strawberries. They need to be enjoyed by themselves. <laughs> At three in the morning when you realize you've had them in your fridge for two weeks, and you're like, uh, they're probably still good. And then you eat them. Yes. Because you that's just want to go to work ready. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, you want to ruin yourself before you get a good day of work. You, that, you know exactly what, what goes on, man. Mm-hmm. They, who, who, wants to, who wants to go into work feeling tip-top? You want to feel rotten going yes. into work. That's exactly what you want to do, Herman. You are on the right page on this one. Hey, man, I work at the DMV. I know how to get ready for work. Right. All right, so eventually uh, she starts realizing that her job sucks. Her life sucks. Uh, because she's in in a job that she doesn't care about, even though it gives her the nicest apartment in in uh, New York that you will ever find. Uh, and she sleeps with uh, Patrick Dempsey while she's on this trip. The other thing that irked me is that um, they were friends. Like Patrick Dempsey was friends with the people that got married. 
but not uh, but not like in the wedding and was still going on this destination wedding. Yes. And and his ex fiance is in no, the wedding. Not not just his ex fiance. She left him at the altar in his own words. Like he was ready on the altar, ready to get married, and she did not come to that damn wedding. Right, right. Everything about this says I can skip this wedding. But he's like, No, I'm gonna miss the croquet. <laughs> I'm gonna miss all the other great stuff that I do with my friends. I'm gonna miss that dude that was in Battlestar Galactica or whatever. But anyway, yeah, that you think is a dude from Fast and the Furious. He looks like the dude from Fast and the Furious. Okay, he does. He has that same weird pot belly and same weird chin and stuff. Every everything about it, they could be brothers. We just don't know it. I didn't look it up in IMDb. I'm willing. I'm willing to be lazy about that to assume that in my head that they are brothers, and that is all I need. So anyway, okay, all right. So moving on. Uh, eventually, what happens? Boy, that got really loud on port. <laughs> like I, I didn't mean to make it that loud. That's cool. Uh, they uh, they succumb to the uh, the magic of the lands and all everything that's happening. And Amy has sex with uh, his name's Donald or Bagel Man, if you care for. Um, and then she's like, "We can't do this because I want to be in love with this other dude." And the other dude doesn't turn out to be perfect because she's not as he's not as carefree as Patrick Dempsey is. And then she then she's like, "Hey, I've got to quit my job and then uh, do something else." And he's like, "Quit your job? That's stupid." And we're we're like of of agreement. It's like we're with Daniel on this. Yes. How dare you quit yes. your job willy nilly? Like even people. That, that are as well qualified as her, living in a very highly competitive world that she lives in, will take some time finding a job before quitting it. You don't just quit your job and expect something magical to happen. People that watch this movie, do not take that advice no. on a career change. Do not do that. That is not fair. No, that's something you do when you're young. I admit, when I was young and stupid, uh, first year out of high school, I was a dishwasher at the Holiday Inn Select on Convention Street. I hated that damn job. Mm-hmm. I do. I just hated it. So I just quit because you know why? I could get another job just like that. It took me six goddamn months to get a goddamn another job. Yep. I mean, I man, I was so I wanted a job so bad. I was ready to go. Um, <laughs> I was ready to go <laughs> be a hopper on the garbage truck because I just wanted to get a damn job. Lucky, lucky for me, I wound up on. Um, Interpretation, so it was good, but I learned a lesson from that time on. I'm not quitting a job unless I already have another job. You actually did good. Average time usually for to find something is like nine months. So, okay. well, hey, for now, well, it was, like it was, if you were to do that now, yes, about nine months. Yeah, it seemed like a long time when you fresh out of high school and you know, mama, your mama ain't gonna give you no more money no more. You got to also account for the three months that you spend in Europe to find yourself, Herman. Just like what <laughs> happens in this movie. Yeah, you know, staring blankly out at the yeah. at, at the sea, and you're like, ah, oh, what will make me me? You know that sort of thing. That the, the, these these situations that these people get themselves into because they're you know like super attractive. Um, of course, they can find a job and do whatever they want. It feels like we like like for me working at the state. I got lucky. Like, hey, I found a I found a job, and they're fine with me, sort of thing. You <laughs> yeah. know, that's that's how I feel when I work for the like for the state. That's the kind of gratitude that these people don't have. Where eventually, whenever look, I, nothing's being spoiled. They got they the uh, bagel guy and Amy get together, and he offers her a job at the bagel place, which will definitely close in in two <laughs> or three years as a manager. Yeah, yeah, which don't make which. I was as smart as she is. She had four years of college, three years of law school. 
Yes, you're going to become a manager at a bagel. You're going to leave a high corporate paying lawyer job to become a manager at a bagel shop. Okay, if that makes you happy, fine, but I'm still stupid. All right. So, we off subject. As much as I hated this movie, and will go to the ground burying this film with me, you know, like this is something that will, uh, that is, will haunt <laughs> me for years. Wait a minute. You, I'm going to go out on a limb and say it actually deserves its title. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait, wait. Go. <laughs> Would you actually have somebody tell you like, "Hey, when I die, give me a copy of this DVD and put it in the coffin"? With I, me. I don't want a, I don't want a DVD copy. I want a copy of the reel that exists, so no one else could watch this. Cop like the, the DVD copies doesn't mean they're just throwing an extra in there with me. Okay, it the the real prints need to come in with me, <laughs> so we can go the away. Yeah. You know, we ain't gonna film this shit no more. Correct. But, no, um, but but I I do feel it earned its title. Like it you worked have no, um, for for no these alternative titles for this. Uh, I, I do, but they're all dumb. <laughs> like damn, Daniel, that was the other one that we came up with in order to like whenever he was getting dissed by this woman, mm-hmm. even though he was like, I'm a great stalker. I think I deserved to be in this relationship, sort of thing. You know, mm-hmm. uh, there was uh, something with bagels that we always threw in there. So come up with your be- uh, uh, best uh, pun related to bagels. Like, send me a bagel mm-hmm. was one. Or bageling for a good man. <laughs> yeah. Or whatever you want to say. The best bagel. Yes. <laughs> the bagel to man. Yes. I prefer that this actually keep its title. That's cool with me. Because it actually plays into that seventh thing. You know, like, the same way that, that movies that usually have a lore tied to it. Uh, where like there was a mystic that came into town and and pointed out like this is the seventh person you must marry that that that's the way it was set up. This was not just some arbitrary title thrown at it, sort of like what was happening with the first film that we watched. That one was more arbitrary. This one was pretty spot on. Yeah, it, I mean, it wasn't like the seventh son. It was, but that was the seventh <laughs> son of a seventh seven son. son. Yes, yes, they that's didn't all. Say that. Yeah, it should have been that should have been the title. It's the seventh son of a seventh son. So this should have been Lucky Seven of Lucky Seven. That's a <laughs> come on, Lucky Seven. No, that this actually works out for the title, and I'm willing to keep it, even though it has killed me a little inside after uh-huh. watching this, and yeah. will distrust Yay. any other one of these types of films. No one. When we, we look at these things and I see another one that's like a made-for-TV Hallmark film, that's the other film, and I don't care if it's something that I'm dying to see that would be great to see with Herman, to make Herman watch it, uh, it'll, it'll be the bane of my existence just because of this, the, this, this thing existing. This thing. The thing that we just watched. Treated as entertainment. That, that's the thing that kills me the most. It's got a 6.8 on IMDb because people love this movie. How can you love this? No, I think the people who love these kind of movies, they're the ones that waste their time and clicked on it. Because, like, uh, me and you would not, we, we would not have typed this in our IMDb search if it wasn't because of the other <laughs> the other Lucky 7 we was watching. We just, you know, we, it just would never have crossed our radar, period. Yeah, thanks a lot, Alamo. You know? For putting up a great thing in front of your movies and be like, oh, look, there's bound to be another one called. Like, oh, there the, is the, something else called that. So The main actors in this, in this movie, Patrick Dempsey. Have you ever watched Grey Anatomy? No. Okay, it's point eight. The, the, other, the other things that he has done is what what I know him from. You know, the Can't be, Buy Me Love run. Mm-hmm. What was the other film that, that we threw out there? Uh, with Honors. That was the other one. Okay. And the, with Honors is another film I do not like a lot. So. And the... the Amy, who's also she's married to Brad Paisley too, by the way. That's is that where she gets the name? Yeah, she was called that before, like in this movie. So she's been she's like, been married to him since two thousand three. 
Who, who did Gwen Stefani marry? What's um, his name? Uh, the it, dude from... Um, yeah, that's not Brad Paisley? <laughs> no, no. I think his name was Gavin. Gavin? No, no. Gavin Rossell was who she was married to. Then she married like a country star. Oh, she married a country star now? Yeah, yeah. Oh, whoever's okay. on, whoever's on The Voice or whatever. Blake right? Shelton? That might be it. I don't know. I, I I'm just not getting everything wrong. Yeah, that, that's who I assumed it was. But no, she married Brad Paisley. Um, and like she was known for just follow the bride to me. That's what I remember her from, and that's it. Okay. So, yeah, that's fine. What, you looking it up now? Yeah, okay, it, that's not the guy I was thinking of. Who's, who's, now you got me curious. Who's going to fall in the I don't care. You don't care? Yeah, it's who, is it Blake Shelton? Is that the guy? Yeah, sure, why not? That know. sounds right. No doubt. Uh, she, no doubt. No yeah, doubt. No yeah. doubt. I, who cares at this yeah. point? Herman, do you have anything else you want to talk about before I go wretch? Well, yeah, well, I know it's going to be out later, so if y'all see me at the Blues Festival... <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I got to do, I gotta do better job promote. Uh, we got some good things coming up in the work. I, I'm happy to – I know we got some things we got coming. So this one, I really wasn't at my best at this podcast. This was like – oh, boy, this was a chore. It was, that, a, that, it was a chore because both of these – well, one of them was fine. I had yeah. no problem watching. The other one, I interrupted at least three or four times because <laughs> I was trying to find anything else worth watching other than this. In fact, if I feel like it, I'll just interrupt this podcast with things that are better – than this podcast, like the solo trailer, which is what I showed Herman. I was like, oh, I remember seeing this. Hey, you want to see this, Herman? And he's like, yeah. I guess. I don't know. And, it, and it's like, we should speed up this film, shouldn't we? Because it's on YouTube, right? Let's just get this over with. Don't, don't you think this is not a bad yeah. idea? Let's just go ahead and get it over with. And also those uh, Japanese, was it Japanese or was it China? Uh, no, it was Japanese. Japanese uh, commercial soap yeah, operas. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yes. Uh, go, I recommend y'all you, go <laughs> YouTube Japanese commercial soap opera and just watch every video that pop up. Yeah, you know it, it, the one he's talking about. There was a gummy that involves a song going a long, long man, and then a, a sexy saxophone afterwards. Ooh, it almost sounded like Car- <laughs> "Careless Whisper." It, it, it came very close, exact, just I like lost, that. I lost. I, I'm sorry. I, lo- I I did some karaoke last night. I lost my voice last night. Uh. So that's why I'm also having a hard time talking because, yeah. All right, cool. Uh, okay, we can be done. All right. Born on the Deck of Me Only One Podcast. My name is Robert Rao. Herman Omega Prime Davis. Good night. Everybody. I sung on telling me. Telling me how long, how long can I record? I'm not sure because I'm recording. Oh, it's got plenty of time. I don't have to delete anything right now. Well, you always got to delete some stuff. Let's get closer to the mic. Closer to the mic, Herman. Well, I wasn't saying nothing. Say some stuff. Why you want me to say some Saying stuff? Saying any stuff, stuff, wow, wow, stuff, wow, I gotta stuff. say anything, man. Puffin' stuff, 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 say stuff. Did you want to know the question you missed the trivia earlier before you walked in? No, not really. I know. <laughs> I'm still gonna ask you. What was the flower that was not um that was in Van Gogh painting that that wasn't blurred? That wasn't blurred? Yeah. Uh, was it like a sunflower? Yeah, that's correct. Okay. Yeah. And, right. and oh, you didn't get that right? No, I, I got that right. Okay. Yeah. So what didn't you get right? Um, I don't remember. Exactly. Okay, I remember. Okay. What do the J stands for in JVC? <laughs> I was there for that one, and you already turned it in, so it didn't matter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Okay, um, that's good I, enough. I don't remember what I missed from. Right?